Well, y'all, um, we've made it into 2021. If you made it, hurrah. Welcome. Um, hopefully, uh, 2021 is not like 2020. I um, read somewhere that said, if we, if, we, if we say to ourselves this year, well, 2020 wasn't that bad, then pray for us all. I hope I never have to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't ever want to say 2020 what 2020 is not that bad means that everything after that had to be somewhat catastrophic and i hope it's not especially with there's a lot of new things happening this year we get a new president i mean yeah we only been here like five days though but potentially georgia can get two new senators if y'all go out and vote i need that to hurry up because i'm so tired of them ads i'm yeah so me and ken went home well we went to my parents house for christmas um don't worry we were very safe i got tested prior we wore a mask at my parents house and we social distanced but there were so shit i wore a mask the whole time i was there i almost almost slept in it he really did which was not gonna happen hey i mean that's what that cpap for it was like get the mask (laughs) over the mouth cpap technically i can't die here oh my goodness anyway so we were watching the ads and they were coming up every commercial break. It was so many ads. I thought the ads were bad here in Alabama when it came to uh, Doug Jones and Tommy Tupperville. But I got tired. No. I got tired of them texting me. This shit's annoying. Oh, no, no. I'm still getting text messages because, you know, I'm, my area code is a 404 area code. So I'm still getting text messages and I'm still technically registered to vote in Georgia. So I went home. I participated in early voting. It was very simple. Easy. I was in and out in like five minutes. I just know you ain't seen David Perdue nowhere. I you've know. seen Ossoff, yeah. you've seen Loeffler a little, seen a little bit, a little and bit. you've seen uh, Reverend Warnock. Yeah. But Purdue, he, he's uh, no, he but, out the limelight. Yeah, but those ads were a lot for us, and I'm I'm so happy to be back in Alabama. I don't have to worry about those political ads anymore. I just got to worry about the text messages, seeing it on my Facebook page, and then Twitter. Dear Lord. Oh, and then getting emails, too, from both Warnock, the Democratic Party of Georgia, Democrat committee, and then also John Ossoff. I wish it was like a I voted already button where it's like, hey man, stop, stop been, calling been, me. And that's why I've been replying back to these text messages. I already voted. I voted for your guy. We're good. And they're like, okay, thank you so much. Oh, I they mean, actually respond? Yeah. No, so, so it's the actual like people, because I've, I've done it before. I was mm-hmm. one of those people that sent out text messages. Oh, oh, you, oh. And oh. so you just literally just like a program, you just send out text messages. People, and people will respond back to you. Sometimes they cuss you out, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, makes sense. Mm. I don't understand too well. But we're really not here to talk anything political about the election for a change. I'm so over talking politics. I am over it. I told myself this new administration, I really don't care because they can't do half the things terrible as this past as Trump's administration has done. Shit. I'm just saying they they can't. So and they won't. So I am I'm over talking politics. But what we are gonna talk about today is me and Kim having a conversation yesterday and I kinda wanna continue over to our podcast about foundation and relationships we were talking about how so many people did not make it well so many people, so many 2020 tested a lot of people and a lot of the, 2020 tested everybody in different ways and I, I say your weaknesses got exposed and really how you responded to them you know just kind of dictated how successful some of your stuff was after that it was and so we were talking about our relationship and how you know we were me and ken had this conversation last night just an epiphany about our relationship and how our foundation how we started off as friends how mm-hmm. we had a strong foundation first before we built our relationship on top of it right we, I, we built a solid foundation and then you say constructed a house on top of it yeah because we were we were realizing that yesterday because we were watching we were watching real world. What new were we watching? We were watching oh, real yeah. world. We got we got into a real world road rules conversation. So I was like, oh, man, I, we I jumped down a rap a real world road really rules did. rabbit hole. We did. I was like, I'm wondering these episodes are up anywhere. So of course I go to YouTube. They have the whole entire season of Real World New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And so me and Ken were watching this, and we My legitimately Lord. were having conversations. We were just, I guess, amazed by the fact that me and him, were, me and him, watched the same things growing up. Yeah, we but were, that I didn't ever, I didn't watch that season first. Like I got an, introduced to Real World and Road Rules from one of the challenges. Uh, I think it was like the first Battle of the Sex, whichever one was in like '03, <laughs> and because uh, I know what followed after that was Real World Paris. And that's what introduced me to real world. And then you had Road Rules Fiji. Yeah, I'm not going to jump down the rabbit hole. But 
um, we were just talking about our, I guess, like our interests. And so I, we, me and him literally sat here yesterday and watched Real World New Orleans. We watched the challenge, like, I guess, like the newer challenges that are MTV on demand. Mm-hmm. And then we saw on Netflix, they had the old challenges. So, yeah, mm-hmm. they have they have the Inferno 2 and the Gauntlet. Those two are on Netflix. And I remember watching those on MTV when they came out. And literally me and Ken were having like a legit conversation about the real world characters, real world characters. And I was just telling him, I was thinking to myself, I never would imagine that I'll be having these conversations with my husband. I didn't just have a conversation. I thought it was going to be a period. <laughs> with about the real world cast. Yeah. And about guess, us just watching it. And it made me realize I have really married my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like we literally share common interests. Over the holidays, he got into Harry Potter. So what do we do? We got back home. We continue watching Harry Potter. Hold on. Let's, let's fix that. I didn't get into Harry Potter. Oh, I've... Uh, I've been a Harry Potter fan. It was just, yo, like, were no more books after the fourth one for a while. So I got into, like, I read the first one, uh, God, what was it, like 2000? So them next three books, I popped those off between, like, what, 2000, 2002. And I ain't gonna lie, that fourth one was bit, was the, was great, but it was thick. And I was like, they was like, yeah, the fifth one's coming out and it's going to be thicker than this. Like, man, I don't know if I have time to read this with everything I got going on in high school. And then I just fell off. And so uh, when I when they were like, hey, we're making the movies. I was like, okay, cool. I'll watch them. Then they was like, oh, they're going to keep making books and keep making movies. Oh, I ain't got to read the book no more. See, I didn't, I didn't read the books. They're very thick. I just waited for the movies to come out. I couldn't put it down. <laughs> and then also they require so much imagination. In my head, everybody's going to be black. Everybody's gonna be black. Um, it's no, gonna, the bad thing is, I didn't. It was gonna be HBCU. I didn't picture color of this when I was, uh, you know, painting mental pictures of them. It's like I see characters, but I didn't really see like a color. It's like, oh, that's Harry. It's like, what color is Harry? I don't know. That's just Harry. Nah, they're all gonna be black to me. Even though Hermione was supposed to be black, in the book she was black from from my under from my from my understanding how, curly, she was, uh, how, how she was described. Yeah, but anywho. So, so me and him were talking about that, and then we also were talking about like our relationships. I don't know if we ever established how me and Ken met on this podcast, but for but I guess we're going to tell the story now. She shot me. I I was shooting my shot. <laughs> I shot several shots and it took him forever to you know catch on because let's be real, guys are a little oblivious to things. So first time I saw Ken was at the gym. He was walking up the stairs. And I was just like, ask one of my friends. I said, who's that? Oh, that's so-and-so's brother. Really? So I she was- She plotted on me. So I was her, I was his sister's camp counselor at the time, but well, one of her camp counselors. And um, so I just was asking her questions about her brother. Found out he was in a relationship. And I was like, mm, she don't like her for real, so I'm good. Because <laughs> from her, from her, from her response, me asking about- <laughs> The, about his about his girlfriend, she was like, she okay. But the, you asked a twelve year old that a legit question. Yeah, and she was just like, she okay. And that's when I was like, oh, she don't like her for real. So I was cool. I was like, oh yeah, they ain't gonna make it. Damn. So, <laughs> so from Look so, at us now. so so from then on, I was just plotting. I was just so I was just ladies. I don't suggest you do this. Okay, do not stalk the, your do not stalk your potential man's social media accounts. Even though I did that with Ken because his stuff was like wide open. Um. Even even his Twitter. You know, if you want to get through your man's most inner thoughts, Twitter. Go to his Twitter feed. And uh, so that's that's essentially. I don't even know how I found your Twitter because I had to do some. Like I would have had to do some digging. I can't even remember to tell you how I found your Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember how I secret found agent it. shit. I don't remember how I found it, but I found it. I mean, your Facebook wasn't exactly locked down. I mean, but you couldn't see everything on there. Okay. I can tell you that much right now. I know my Facebook looked like. I kept it super private for a reason. Um, anywho, so I so I was like looking at his Twitter feed, looking at his Facebook, and the every time he came to the gym, I would strike up a little bit of conversation with him. And I was like, oh, he's a guy. I like comic books. Let's see if he's like a true guy's guy. Let's see if he's like a geek or whatever. And so we started talking about like comic books and wanting from comic books, started talking about like our weekends. And then I told him that I was going to like a passion party. It was like Valentine's Day weekend. This is like months in the making, y'all. Our first conversation was in October. Yeah, it was on Halloween. Because it was, uh, it was October trunk or treat. 2012. Because we started dating in yeah, yeah. 2013. 
So our first conversation was October 2012. We're now getting into February 2013. At this point, I have befriended him on Facebook. Y'all are terrible flirters, though. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all, y'all be like, hey, I looked at you. It's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally, I it's just like months in the making. It's like you didn't hear me thinking about you. It's like what? See, ladies, I'm building down the, I'm building down the foundation. Okay, I'm building down the cement here. Okay, so you know, don't ever wait on a man to come to come to approach you. It's okay to approach him first. Like I definitely kind of picked up on it because every time I came to pick up my sister, she, you popped up. Just out of nowhere. Oh, it was a whole. It was a whole group effort, whole like, staff effort. Like I, I, like the first time I was. I, no, I never. I, it took me a little while to, to pick up on it, but uh, once I did, I was like, oh, oh, okay. But I never, you know, never really thought too much about it. And then I think it's, it's like I saw you when I went in there, but I never really paid too much attention. I don't know. There was one day when I like noticed you, and I was like, yo, who's that? <laughs> it's like no, yo, who's that? And uh, I don't know what it was, but you had on, like, I think this red polos, like, fleece type zip up thing. Or maybe it was a pullover. No, it was a, it's a, it's a, it's a zip up. It's zip. a, it's a zip up. I have, I still have it in the closet. Yeah, you had that. And I think you had on a beret. Was it a pink beret or was it a nah, red beret? it was probably. It was a colorful beret. I, I remember that. And you had your makeup on. You walked by and I was like, yeah, has she always been here? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, who's that? Has she always been here? It was I was like, why have I never seen her before? It was obviously during the winter time because I was had it been like November. No, yeah, because you had on you had yeah. on the scarf. You had on yeah. the scarf. Because they kept they always kept that gym cold, no matter what. Yeah, and but, I just remember thinking, I was like, yo, who's that? And then uh, I think we just kind of like went after then. It was like that's when I started to notice you, but then we didn't really talk until that that halloween yeah yeah we didn't talk to that halloween and then we were talking and then like i said halloween happens no thanksgiving happens christmas new year's and then february finally happens y'all february happens at this time i am now friends with ken on facebook like i requested to be his friend on facebook i found him because we have mutual friends as i was able to find him and then the world is small very small and then um so from there i had to go to a passion party that weekend and for those who know what a passion party is, it's where you go buy fun adult things. <laughs> and so... Is that how we... Well, and we I'll, were you know what, I'll let you put it that way because we I was going to say it's way different. <laughs> and so I was telling I was telling Ken about that, just seeing where he was. Like, I wasn't... I wasn't... Tr- I was making sure he wasn't a virgin. Nobody wants to date a 20-something-year-old virgin. I'm sorry if you're out there. It's just really hard to do that. So the passion party part was was debate. It was debate. That's see, hilarious. To make sure you were like you know like not a virgin, and because at this point we are grown. True. We are in our damn near mid twenties. I not really, mm. not really, because I wasn't well close to close it. enough. Close to it. Close to it. Yeah, because I was twenty four, turning twenty five. Go- no, I was, no, I was going on twenty four. Going on twenty four. So anywho, so then, um, so then. I messaged him on Facebook. We were messaging each other on Facebook, on Facebook Messenger before it became his own app. Yeah, that that's how long ago it was. And we were talking or whatever, and I was just like, hey, I really don't be on Facebook that much. Here's my number. Gave him my number, and then from there, we would text each other almost every day. Mm-hmm. We would text almost every day, getting to know each other, just filling each other out. But the conversations weren't boring. That's they what weren't. I, that's what I, I remember. They really weren't, and then like I remember, we were we, we would talk until like we would both fall asleep. But there wasn't that like clinginess that I, I say that not not to. I'm, I'm, <laughs> how can I say that I sound like a dick? I wasn't. Um, I wasn't like, hey, what are you doing? Or why didn't text me back? Or but then I I, I wasn't either. Like the energy that yeah, wasn't there. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't there, and I appreciated that. And that's also that's a lot of growth for me being that that was growth shit that was for everybody (laughs) (laughs) so but it wasn't until march so again we started speaking to each other in in october october now we're into march y'all the week of saint patrick's day i'll never forget oh my god so much happened that weekend (laughs) it was a friday i was i am i am at work ken texts me hey what are you doing today no he asked me have you heard of this restaurant called el barrio i said no i haven't so it was really good. Do you want, do you have plans tonight? I said, no. He was like, do you want to go out tonight? Y'all, when I tell you, 
I ran to the back and told all my coworkers, I was like, y'all, it finally <laughs> happened. He finally asked me out on a date. They were like, what, what? Like, you would have thought, like, I won, like, a million dollars or whatever. Because this was, this was a team effort, y'all. Team effort here. Between my director back there and my coworkers. Like, it was a, it was It, it was really was a team effort. So then... So then Ken, and then so me and Ken go out on our very first date, and we do not order food. We are literally talking and drinking. We are just talking and drinking the whole time. It wasn't until like 9.30. It was after that. No, it was like 10 o'clock. The kitchen was closed. It was 10 o'clock. Like, we had ordered drinks, and I think, did we at least have like chips and salsa? We had chips and salsa. We had chips and salsa. Somehow, we managed to stretch chips and salsa and a whole bunch of drinks over a course of like three hours. Like we never ordered a meal. Like we never, we did not. We forgot to order an entree. It was all Ken's fault. He wasn't my fault. It was your Ken, fault. Ken wanted to get me drunk, y'all, on the first date. Shenanigans. He wanted to get me drunk, y'all. It was okay. I didn't. I didn't fall for that. I'm a wholesome lady. Anywho, so then and so like from so from that first so Ken's face, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> so from that very so from that very first date. Until like now, like I'm telling you, like we, I had to, I'm sorry, from October to our very first day, I had to lay down. We had to lay down that foundation. We had to put the slabs down. We had to do the board that go within the concrete, like all that stuff. Like it takes work. What else did we do that? We, uh, we went hung out that, that, uh, Sunday. Did we hang out that entire weekend? No, we didn't hang out Saturday. Cause a couple, or was that, uh, wait, that was hang, a different year. We didn't hang out Saturday. We hung out that Sunday. Yeah, for the, cause we that was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we went to, we went to World of Beer. Man, Rest, yeah, RIP, man, World of Beer. Not even that, just cause that was the weekend we tried to, uh, say what? That has nothing to do with the story again. No, it's not even that. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yo, that was an interesting, like, that was an interesting weekend because I was like, I don't want to rehash all that. But it was like, man, that, that was that was a long one. But and then after that, we just started dating and just going out to restaurants and then just getting to know each other a little bit better. And then he also paid his sister $20 not to tell his mom that uh, we were dating. Yep, yep. His sister found out and he was just like, here's $20. Don't tell mom. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it wasn't anything bad or anything. No, it just wasn't like, bad. Just. He's like, you know, you don't want your parents all in your business when you first start something new. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, let's keep this between us. And she did for twenty dollars. She you could have paid her more, but I mean, to, between the twenty dollars <laughs> and the extra work I had to do for them damn pre sons, she was I was apparently feeding your ass. I mean, oh yeah. So I used to bribe his sister. I'd be like, hey, if you don't want to do something or whatever, just give me a Capri Sun or extra or extra snack. You're welcome. Yeah, those kids, those kids kept me hydrated. And fed. You are welcome. She was like, hey, I need an extra one. She was like, I don't know what the hell you need all these for. She was like, I'm thirsty. I'm like, you need some water. <laughs> she was like, I don't want it. Give me some extra ones. I was like, all right. So, I mean, that's literally how me and Ken met. That is like our, I guess, quote unquote, love story. Yes. Yeah. Did I plot? Yes. But did I also plot and pray? That's the thing. If you, pull, if you're, <laughs> if you are going to plot, ladies, you need to say a prayer about it. Okay. Oh, I was not expecting you to go that way. You have to plot and pray. Okay, you just, you, just, you just can't plot. Okay, pray also. Pray on. Remember that prayer that Sierra did for Russell Wilson? My lord. She also probably plotted she said you a gotta, little bit. You got to pray with your feet. You, ten toes down. I am dying over here. But yeah, so that's essentially what happened, and then here we are going on and be eight years in May of our relationship, and it'd be three years of marriage. Yeah. In September, mm-hmm. and here we are, and then I think with the we I say all that to say we built a foundation. Did it? It didn't crack. It tried to crack under pressure during quarantine, but we didn't allow it to. Mm-hmm. Like we had our tip, we had our tip for tat arguments. We did that. I mean, what you're going to because we live in a condo we're in a very tight tight space. And but I think we needed that in order to build our bond. I'm not saying like you need to live in a cramped apartment Mm-mm. or a cramped condo or a tiny house or make your relationship stronger, but for us, it made it better. It's like so all this stuff we, the other person complains about. It's like we just weren't two roommates, right? It gets kind of highlighted, and it's like, okay, I see what they're talking about. And so, we didn't we, we, we managed to not to become roommates, right? Which I'm happy about that. And we were talking about this yesterday. Like a lot of people did not make it. A lot of people's relationships didn't make it out of mm-hmm. 2020. And that's because they didn't have that foundation. 
Or, it was built on rocky soil. Right there we go. I'll say it, 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 it wasn't built on the strongest of ground. They built it on red clay. Alabama red clay. That's what it was built on. We got red bone dirt. That's what I'm saying. You can't have that. You can't. And, and if anybody knows, you know, you can't build nothing on a red clay. Yeah. It just it just sink and slide. And I think that's what happens with people's relationships. I think that's what happens. A lot of people fantasize about relationships and wanting to rush into them. But they don't realize it's work. There's a lot of work into it. People are always just like, you and Ken, like, no, we argue. Oh, we hell have yeah. our arguments. Like, hell yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, any, if any married couple tells you or any couple, period, says, oh, we don't argue. They're lying to you or, mm-hmm. or they are just not happy with each other. But the biggest thing is a lot of people view an argument as, like, this full-blown, full, full blown, like, like end all, heated end-all-be-all. All. I was like, no, argument really is it's a debate. <clears throat> and they're healthy to have. I mean, like, arguments are healthy to have. I mean... You don't want it to get full blown violent or anything no. It like should that. never. It should never be physical. It should, it should never get volatile. But we do have our arguments, and then we will go to our separate corners, and then when we cool down, we'll come back and be like, "Hey, you said this to me in this manner. I did not like it. I was trying to say. I was trying to tell you this, but that's, it came out like this. It's hard to get your point across when the emotions to take over." And that's it's, when it's like, okay, let's. Uh, Ken will fight first. He'll, he'll choose. Ken will choose violence. <laughs> so I choose. I choose violence. He'll choose violence. I was like, it don't ma- facts don't matter. We digging in. I choose violence. I choose violence. And then, <laughs> and then we'll just. And then I'm like, oh, okay, you want to go there? Let's go there then. I'm petty too. I'm a petty. It's like we're being petty. I'm a it's petty like, motherfucker. It's like so pe- let's go. petty hats on. Fight. He's a tar, so you know tars are stubborn. Said you a damn Capricorn. Yeah, we're grounded. And the last goat. We're grounded people. Earth signs are very grounded. Just in there, button heads. We're just grounded individuals, but just no. do this till we get tired. And it's like, all right, so listen, this, this, <laughs> this is what I was trying to say. <laughs> and then, and then I, try, you know, that whole saying, "Don't go to sleep mad, don't go to sleep mad," because it's gonna mess up your, it's gonna mess you up the next day. Trust well, first me. First of all, you ain't gonna sleep. We we've been there, done that too. So I think we've only gone to only gone to bed mad probably like. Twice, I wouldn't even say twice. I think we tried it once, and I was like, Man, this is not the jam. Yeah, and we text her the next day, like, Hey, hey, are you good? This is not what happened. This is not, uh, this is not cool. (laughs) And so, and so, like, we try, and so when people say, Don't go to bed angry, don't go to bed angry with each other, don't do it. Try to squash it if you can before you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And another thing, too, that me, I think me and Ken helps us is we legitly we have check-ins like we told each other we need to start having check-ins mm-hmm. if you don't have check-ins with each other every so couple of weeks the smallest things are boiling over and y'all just going to be just arguing over the smallest of things it's going to explode and i think we learned that when, when ken first moved into my condo we learned that my lord man <laughs> Because you have to understand, I went from just being having the space to myself all the time. Him being, him only being here when I wanted him <laughs> to be here. She's like, "You in here breathing? He get, had, get out of our space!" I was like, "You didn't even know I was here." I, but you're, but you're alive though. It was weird getting used to have. It was weird getting used to him being here. All the time. <laughs> now, now, whenever he's not here, is like I can't sleep without him being here. So whenever he's working like second shift or whatever, it sucks because I'll stay up. That's and good. wait on him to get home so I can like go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Whenever he works third shift, oh, that just really sucks. I just pop a Benadryl in and go to sleep. Cause like it just sucks sleeping in the bed, not having like your other half there. Like I really feel like me and Ken have become one. And so when your other half is not there when you get ready to lay your head down at night, it, it is very different. It's different. Even when I've had to travel for work, like uh trying to lay down to go to sleep, like it's like, man, this is weird. It is so weird. It is so weird. Even when I was traveling, because me and Ken, so Ken had just, like, the year that Ken moved into the condo, I was going to be gone for 10 days to Europe. And, yeah, that year, 2017, I was gone for 10 days to Europe, like, okay. two months after you moved in to the condo. And I was just like, there's a man in my space at the house but I felt comfortable because I was just like at least somebody's at the house for the next 10 days watching my house I, I gave gotta... myself food poisoning while you was going to wait you did? <laughs> you don't remember because uh, I, I think I had eaten some leftover curry that was uh, past it was yeah yeah I definitely gave myself a slight case food poisoning while you was going oh my god you didn't tell me that I sure didn't <laughs> what are you going to? 
well, it's something I learn, something new I learn every day. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you. That is so funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. But and I had to get, we had to, we had to learn to just be around each other a little bit more. And so mm-hmm. I, so I appreciate that. I do. I did find my partner. I found my best friend. And it's not, and it's, and it's not cliche. You should always want to marry your best friend. You shouldn't just marry just because. Because marriage is a business deal. I'm not going to lie to you. Marriage is essentially a business deal. It is. Because, I mean, your best friend could be broke. <laughs> but if you're okay with that, that is fine. Yeah, if you're just okay with help that, go them ahead. build up their potential. What well, y'all there to build? Even if though. If you got a broke best friend, I mean. I mean, and if you got a broke best friend, you know, he can just say the best friend. Or she can say the best friend. I mean, like, you know, you just got a bit, you know, bigger hold to dig yourself out of. This is true, but it is. But when you get married, though, there's a lot to think about. And so that's something that me and Ken, like financially, we were okay. Our debt was not as bad. Like our student loan debt, our credit card debt. We barely had credit card debt going mm-hmm. into get us getting married. And so, but we had that communication. I will say that. Mm-hmm. After we had that first massive fight, we decided to do check. Like I said, we do check-ins every week, every couple of weeks. Not every week. That's just too much. I can get it. I can get annoying. Hell but yeah. <laughs> every couple of weeks or so, I said like once a month or once every two months, just talk to each other and be like, "Hey, what's going on? I noticed, you know, your energy shifted a little bit here and there. <laughs> like, what's happening? What's going on? Or is there something that I can help?" And then you also need to try to not bring the outside into your home, right? Because your home is your safety net. It is your space. I have learned to leave work at work. Leave the drama outside because once I'm at home, don't bring that mess in here. Yeah, if the house is chaotic, you're going to have problems like 24-7. All the time. Like you're not going like to be at peace Mm-mm. at all. What did Jay say? He was just like, if my house ain't right, I ain't leaving. Right. And that's the truth, though. It is very, very, very true. And so, like, with Ken, we're working on leaving work at work. <laughs> don't bring it home. Mm-hmm. Because he'll bring it home a lot because he can't really decompress. But I'm lucky on my end, especially now that we're on this hybrid working system. I go to work when I have to, and I can be at home the rest of the time. We're trying to get Ken that way, too. So enough. I say, if anybody's hiring, (laughs) you're looking for ME, let me know. Hit me up. But anywho, um, but... He he and I definitely had to learn to leave the work at work. He's still working on it because every now and then he'll 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 come to the house. These dudes got me tight. I'd be like, well, forget them dudes. Well, it, I, I say it's that is more of just really. It's not even at that point. It's not even work. It's really just more of the commute at that point. <laughs> and you see, I have. The only problem with me working from home now is like I have work at the house, so I can't technically leave it at at in the office. So I'll be like in meetings at, at home. I'll be like, "Ugh, this is stupid. I'm tired of this." Mm, I which, feel that. Which I mean, like, it, but then I do have a cutoff time. Like I have like a time where I'm just like, "Okay, dude, this is work. Dude, this is my home." Yeah. Like, and you have to have that. You have to learn to compart compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. Comp- <laughs> we we take word. your time, baby. <laughs> you have to learn to. I'm just gonna butcher this word. You have to learn to organize your space in your head. We do what you okay? Get. You, do what you, you have get. to learn how to do that. Otherwise, you're gonna drive yourself crazy. But then, you, bad thing is during this hybrid time of working between either in the office or at home, you've got a lot of people that. It's it's like they're trying to find new ways to micromanage you from from the house, and it's 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 crazy. Some of the things you've heard from, I'll say from ourselves, and then from the other people we know, it's like, oh no, nah, man, these what is wrong with folks? And that's the thing that I had to when me and Kim were both at the house <laughs> during quarantine. Um, he did get furloughed, but I was still working mm-hmm. and we had to learn to adjust to that new normal of me still working and being in meetings and still oh, having yeah. to do stuff while he got to play video games. Shit, that furlough, relax, man, that was the best thing that ever happened. In it, or go outside in his hammock and just take a nap. I, it was refreshing because it, I don't know, it, it kind of like reconnected, gave you like this weird like life reconnection it's like oh there is more to stuff not gonna say that obviously i mean obviously there's more to stuff outside of work 
But uh, I'd say during that time period, I was 100% in control of my time. And I did whatever I wanted. The entire time. Like the like literally the entire time I did what I want. I'm like, man, you know what? I want to take a nap because I'm tired. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna pop the hammock up between these two trees. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go take a cookie down here and I'm gonna go eat. I'm gonna take a nice little nap. And yeah, that's exactly what I did. And I was like, yo, why can't I do this more often? I mean, not, not obviously not not do anything, but it's like, hey man, why do we give naps to people that don't appreciate them? Like, why why <laughs> like why, why are kids why are kids giving naps? Like they don't need it. It's like, uh, you know, they, you know, they, they get tired. Let them stay that way. They don't need it. I'm an adult. I wish I could take back all of the naps that I refused to take as a child. It's like, yeah. can I bank them for later in life and just recall them when I need them? And Lucky, well, you totally just went all out tangent about these naps. I, I'm sorry. I, I had a moment. <laughs> Anywho, um, no, but I definitely. Because I took one on New Year's. <laughs> To try to stay up. Oh yeah, so we're gonna get that. We're gonna get, we're gonna get that. So find you a partner that is going to help you when you sleepwalk. Mm-hmm. And cover and cover you up to, when you sleep in the bathroom. Is going find you a partner that is going to guide you back to the room when you sleepwalk. Yes, that is very important. And I am happy that I found a partner who will put blankets on me and on give New you, Year's Day and give you some pillows while you give sleep. Me pillows while I sleep on the bathroom. <laughs> they just had a little too much to drink. Mm. But hey, 2020 was a rough one. So I was drinking myself into 2021, and that's exactly what I did. I woke up on the bathroom floor at 5:30 in the morning, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was interesting. Yeah, so that was how we brightened the new year. Mm-hmm. No New Year's kiss. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. did. We did yeah. kiss on New Year's. Yeah. After that, it went downhill. Yeah, yeah. yeah it went downhill after that. It's <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a highlight. But remember, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to plot, pray. Plot, pray. You have to plot and pray. You just can't pray. Remember, God helps those who help themselves. Mm-hmm. You got to go in with a strategic plan. Don't be stalkerish, though. Was that Mm-mm. borderline stalkerish? A little bit. Socially on social media, yes. Did I like go to his house and da da da? No, that's just weird. Who does that? Yeah, that's a bit much. I am not. Let me, I, say, let me just roll by there and see if he's home. It's like, I, what? I am, I am not. I am not Joe from 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 you. Which is a great show on Netflix. Can we come back on this this year? But no, that was that was that was not me at all. I did not do that. But definitely find you somebody who you can laugh with. You don't mind passing gas in front of. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost that almost caused argument there too. And <laughs> that's, that's important. And um, make sure you have that foundation because if you don't have that foundation, then you have nothing. Mm-mm. And then for all my single people who are trying to rush into relationships because you see all your friends are in relationships, see your friends getting engaged or whatever, don't rush it. Because let me tell you something. I'm pretty sure they're not telling you the full, I'm I'm pretty sure they're not giving you the full picture of their relationship. All you see is what they want you to see. Mm -hmm. You don't see the fights. You don't see, for some people, infidelity. You don't see, which that is not in this relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I I would kill him. Um, you don't see, no, like real talk, killed him and put his body in the river. See, that's a damn shame. See, how many women have sat there and plotted that out? Actually, it would be, you would be, you would, I would have dropped you off at Lake, I would have drove your car, dropped your body off at Lake, at Lake Martin on the way to work. Oh, I thought you were going to say and Lake Lanier. Just, I was no, like, that's fucked up. No, and this, I was like, that's fucked up. And then just dump your car there too. God damn. And be like, <laughs> the you know, Peter Griffin just, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to him. But, uh, because you were, and I'm not going that Lake. I swear I thought you were going to say Lake Lanier. I was no, like, that's Mom. a long drive. I was like, my that's Lord. A long drive. I was like, she drive. really thought this shit out. That's a long drive. I was a like, long, she got the details planned. That's a long drive. Drop somebody's body off. But, um, but just because you see it, y'all, don't believe all the hype, okay? It takes a lot to be in a relationship. And then also, to my single people, you don't have to say you're single all the time. It's not a personality type. It's not like you don't have to put it out there on social media all the time. Hey, I'm single. This is going to be me and so-and-so's son or me and so-and-so's daughter next year. Like those little memes I'd be seeing. I don't, I shouldn't see them every other day on your page mm-hmm. or on Facebook or on Instagram. It's okay. Everybody doesn't need to know. Leave some mystery. Okay. Cause for all Ken knew, he could have, he could be one of my side pieces. He could have been. He could have been part of my roster. 
He was. He he was. He was in my. He was. In, he was in my starting lineup. He was Kobe. Okay. <laughs> he was Kobe. And then I realized all I need is Kobe. I don't, I don't need nobody else. Okay. <laughs> so leave some mystery, please, because I thought you start looking desperate, and nobody wants a desperate person. And if they do want you desperate, they know they took advantage of you. Just saying. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy that way. <laughs> don't be desperate. Don't be. Not in 2021. Leave that in 2020, all right? Well, we wanted to keep it short and light for the new year. Uh, we will be back. And again, we'll keep this up every two weeks because the world is still kind of on a lock. Not almost on lockdown, but. I mean, in, in between. Things are <clears throat> happening, but not like how they were, I guess, like in 2019. Man, RIP MF Doom. Who, I did not know who that was until Ken told me. Yeah, I had a. I had a. But. I, I gotta say, finding out that that man passed on Halloween, and we found out on New Year's Eve, is like the most MF Doom shit I think I've ever heard. Like this man passed three months ago, and we're just finding out today. Because this is the same guy that was sending like stunt doubles to to perform for him, but he also wore a Doom mask. So you know that I mean, obviously he detailed why he wore it, but it was uh, I don't he, he was your rappers. He's your favorite MC's MC. I, I didn't know who he was. Looking, told me who he was, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, babe." Like he was really, he was really sad on New Year's Eve. Yeah, and the thing is, you've all—I ain't gonna say you all—but the majority of people have heard his music, whether you've known it or not. Like you had no idea who he was, but as soon as soon as I mentioned uh, the Boondock season one, and I started playing some of these songs, you're like, "Oh yeah, I have heard this." I'm like, "Yeah, you've heard his music." Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I heard on the yeah. Like, except he was on the boon. He was the the main guy from the Boondocks. Well, not, uh, the, well, not the main guy. His uh his album was a a huge part of that soundtrack of the yeah. first season. Shit, he damn near was on some Twenty One Savage type stuff mm-hmm. before Twenty One Savage. Twenty one, twenty one. Sorry, you know myself. Because you know it's, <laughs> it's 21. like yeah, it's twenty one. <laughs> damn it, man. We're gonna be saying that all year. We are. It's, uh, 21, and it's gonna 21. and it's gonna get old and in I'm, about two weeks. I gotta make sure I don't write. 21, 21, 21, I gotta write 2021, 21, 21, not 21, 21, but no, but anything else you want to say to the people before I let them go? Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything else, you know, that happened. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, I say we'll keep it short and sweet this episode um, just because it is a new year. Um, we got, we both have to get ready to go back to work this week. I don't want to go back to work. What else did we see? We saw the, uh, the oh, convergence, the, well, the conjunction. You saw that. Ooh. No, you saw. Well, you well, know, I mean, we went I outside. Saw it, but yeah, yeah. Ooh, but speaking of stars, we did watch Soul. Yeah, Soul. Uh, Soul was really good. Soul. I feel like Soul would be a lot of reason for a lot of two week notices. All I got to say is this: Don't let them buy Dim your spark. Don't let your man or your woman or whomever. Don't, don't let. Don't, don't let, let life get you down. Don't let he, she, or they dim your light. No. Cause you know who they I mean, are. Yes, let them, let them let them dim your spark. I'm sorry, not your light, but your spark. If you have not seen Soul, you should definitely check it out. And no, also, you got to protect your light too. I mean, your spark is your light. Or are they the same? It's the same thing, Mister. Let me get off philosophical and shit. Uh, <laughs> no, but also get you a partner who you can watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, wait a minute. Don't put watch that. Watch the Love and oh, Hip Hop. Oh, oh, oh. Watch the Love and Hip Hop with. And she then, making it sound like I'm then, out here talking about, hey, let's watch this. It's, it, no, I just happen to be in a room while she turns this shit on and I'm entertained. I'm sorry. Let me, I said that with some emphasis, some gusto. You said that with some country I, I apologize. Why I didn't mean to call. Sound, I didn't mean why, to say shit. But, why uh, you sound like Terrence Howard's mic? Entertain. That's what you sound like. Terrence Howard, mic. <laughs> I hate you. Because now that's all I'm gonna hear in the back of my head. Uh, I mean to call it, you know, I didn't mean to say that with that with that level of emphasis. But don't have, you know, I'm not out here talking about, hey, let's watch love and hip hop. It's more of, hey, uh, this is what we finna watch. I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's and entertaining. Don't, don't let him get you. Fooled. It's he'll entertaining because he, he'll be watching it and be like, well, why Portia doing this? Now, now, now you know King gained all that weight. Talking about, I don't know how I gained all this weight. You can tell, you can tell her hair ain't real. And Kim was like, "Is it bad that I can tell her weave is just not there?" And I'd be like, "Oh no!" 
Yes, yes. And even and even Ken was shocked when he heard about Monique's binder and calling and, and, and calling Giselle's ex husband Pastor Holy Whore. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm like I I don't like I'm not sitting here watching this, but I'm like, man, I was like, my she brought out a binder? I was like, man, what happened next? And Ken was so entertained. <laughs> like, what happened? She brought out a binder. Oh, and then Ken still didn't see the other, the the last part of the reunion when the she husbands, brought a tabulated when binder. The, when the husbands came out, because the husbands came out, it got it, it got it got real. I want to know what happened with this tabulated binder. Oh no, we all wanted to see what she had because she only released um, Giselle stuff in the binder. She didn't release nobody else's information out the binder. She had to go and buy supplies. She had to go and buy that one inch binder. Oh, and she had to go and buy the dividers with the pockets. And because of Monique, that binder sold out. You can't find that binder oh, nowhere. Shit. <laughs> like she literally went and it, she literally had you know what she had like a school supply list. Like you know what I need? I need. One three ring. Uh, I need a three ring. You know, inspire some. You know, some dividers. And you know, what? we gonna keep receipts. And I'm gonna pull out all the receipts, and we are gonna tabulate it by month or whatever it was she did it. But I, I that actually that's kind of scary. Actually, very, very. Actually, that's kind of scary. Now that I think about it. See, I told y'all, get y'all, get y'all somebody who be into reality TV like mine is. It's the best in the world, y'all. I love it. Look at them. No, we might watch. I might go ahead and pull part three reunion out, out of my DVR. That way, that way he can watch it. He also watches loving. He also watches um love love after lockup. You know, if you have not watched love after lockup slash life after lockup, you should I, watch I, it. I watch it, but I, I hate that I'm entertained by it because it, it's Friday just night. Uh, That's our Friday night pleasure. It is like it's. I mean, it's supposed to be a show about rehab, but it, it's just like man, these people's troubles are just our entertainment. And I'm like, man, why am I it's watching about this? Rehab by folks who found people on prison and dating sites, and them trying to rehab life after getting out of jail. I guess. I guess it's like we're entertained by the fact that a lot of these people keep failing, but it's because they keep failing because they don't have the systems in place to help them. Sure. But yet here we are. We would go with that. No problem. But he also watches 90 Day Fiance. He be clowning on these folks, bro. He be like, so you went all the way to a different country just, just to get impregnated, just get impregnated by a fuck boy? I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. I feel <laughs> that. Is, that is, God, man, I'm entertained. Like I said, I'm entertained. I'm petty. I'm petty. I'm entertained by people's troubles. And so it's like she went to this. Uh, she went all the way to like, what, Korea or Korea, Taiwan or some Korea. shit? I'm like, South you went all the way to South Asia getting impregnated by a fuckboy that you could have. That You could have had that over here. Who she who she then left during the pandemic, went back home, got her another Asian boy and had a whole photo shoot with him. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, mm. It it's is just, a lot going just on. Trifling. Again, get you again. You guys have to build that foundation. You gotta find. You have to marry your best friend, because marriage is a lifelong commitment. I gotta say, had you and I, I definitely would not have been watching this. And look how I got you entertained. Look mm-hmm. at it. But you're, you're, but but because of you, I like all deaf on YouTube. Yeah, I, I got never, you in a comedy. You got uh, me in a comedy. I've never been. I got you in a concerts. That you did because I definitely was not a live music, yeah, uh, a I live think, music person. Like, not I, saying that I wasn't, but like, yeah, it's not oper- something that we did. It's not something that we did. No, see, yeah, as, right, see, right, as a right, family, right. We go to, like, as a family, we saw Prince, we saw Alicia Keys. Mm-mm. Like, we went to concerts as a family. This is gonna sound. Let me date myself a little bit. A little bit. Tuscaloosa used to have City Fest, and the very first performer, like big name, I remember seeing was Little Richard. Wow. Yes, the very first big name person I remember ever seeing in my life was Little Richard at City Fest in Tuscaloosa. What year? I have no idea. Somewhere between ninety two and ninety six. I don't know. My first concert was Criss Cross. I was four. My mom and my sister and my sister's friend. Dang. Mm-hmm. After that was TLC. After that was Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, In Sync. A couple of B two K concerts. A couple, a lot. Bow Wow. A couple of Bow Wow. Backstreet Boys again. Lucia Keys twice. I've seen um, Good Charlotte. I've seen I Want to Get to See Avril Lavigne. Yeah, Jesus DeGraw, woman, should I pull up my scroll? Destiny's like who Child. else? I've seen Beyonce, mm-hmm. Jay Z. Mm-hmm. I saw Aaron Carter before he was like on the drugs. He, he was still popping. Okay, go ahead. Um, let's see. It's a lot. I've seen a lot of people in concert. I've seen Jan Jackson twice. I've seen Usher twice. Monica huh. finally saw Escape. That was a great concert. Okay, yeah, the, the escape concert was fire. 
It was good. I, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was uh after Tamar and Monica, I was ready to go home. <laughs> he didn't want to see his not name. Really, like I was tired after that. Like uh Tamar had been up the hour. Uh, Monica killed the stage. Monica, I didn't really, I'd forgotten about all of Monica's hits. She had been up there for about an hour and two minutes in escape. I said, "Yo, I'm tired, man." No, but I have no, but because of, also because of both of us, we help each other grow. If you're not with somebody that helps you grow and helps you want to be a better person, then that person is not meant for you. Mm-hmm. Relationships are all about growth. Yep. And y'all gotta want to grow together. You do. And honestly, like Ken challenges me. I challenge. I challenge. I, I, I challenge Ken. He doesn't know this from like a financial standpoint because he's all into like finance and stocks and all this kind of stuff. I went to my mom and I went ahead and asked her about like my finances and my retirement plan. I got things shifted around that way I could contribute a little bit more to when we both retire. So that way I can say, oh, well, I have this something, something life cycle, blah, blah, blah. I have she this said something, 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 something mutual dark side. funds. So I could be like Ken because Ken got bonds and stocks and everything else. And then, but we also made me a better cook. I made him a better cook too. Oh, baby, I'm doing mean because my food be slamming. No, I'm, laugh- I'm not laughing because it's just uh, dark humor. But, but no, nah, you have got. I say we threw down in the kitchen last year. I ain't gonna lie. We threw down a lot because we didn't have a choice. That's true, but it worked out for the best. It did. It did. That's why y'all don't hate me. If we have, I'm kind of crossing my fingers for a na- for like a national shutdown. Primarily in February. Hear me out. It's always cold in February. Why not be stuck in the house when it's cold outside versus when it's outside hot and sunny? Not even that. Honestly, they 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 I feel like they're delaying what they should have did last year. Again, we're not trying to get too political, Mm-mm. but if the shutdown does occur again, and I know y'all don't want it to, but a part of me does because I have these new recipes I want to try out, and I also I now now and now I'm more prepared mentally of what to do during quarantine. So yeah. like 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 I know what to do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep myself preoccupied. Yeah, but look, at I, and I feel like that's why a lot of people were tested. A lot of people because they didn't, they didn't know what to do. During that, this time. And they didn't. It's like they were like, "Who is this person? Yeah, that like, who I'm, did I marry? Uh, or who, yeah, or who do who, who am I living with? Like, mm-hmm. who are you? You're a stranger to me." And I think that's why the married people realized they were becoming roommates versus. Uh, well, they versus they it was unit. more. I say it it. They turn into roommates. Yeah, I'm a, I don't want to say a partnership because it is a partnership, but it functioned more as like a business partnership yeah, than like versus a, a unit versus yeah. one. And so we, so me and Ken definitely learn how to do that. We learn how to function as one. We learn how to help each other grow, and we listen. And and girl, I tore down one of Ken's walls. I did. Excuse me. I tore down one of his like personal walls. I was gonna say context. <laughs> context. I was like, uh, you did what? When did this happen? While you were asleep. I was like, hold on, we, we got to square up with that one. No, because like, cause during one of our check-ins, yo, I'm sorry, my mic is like doing something weird. During one of our check-ins, I, um, oh, shoot, it's a little different. Go ahead, go ahead. During one of our, during one of our mental check-ins, I, we were just talking about stuff and I kind of helped break down some of his walls and it was like, and I loved it. I can't tell, I, I, yo, Really? <laughs> I did and I was I did and I was just like this is a moment you know it was a moment for us and I'm immature don't judge me <laughs> and it was a moment it was a moment for both of us and just seeing that side of him was totally different for me seeing him be vulnerable <laughs> <laughs> why did it make it seem like I'm taking it, advantage of like you? all I as soon as you said I, I broke down his walls and it was just so nice to see him open up like that and it was just like I was like, I, it's it's oh, it all sounds like it's connected from it. But go ahead, because ain't no fixing it. It's not, but I will say that we have definitely become stronger, which I'm happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we will be. We've been talking about this for a year, but I'm hoping the end of 2021, start of 2022, because I'm getting serious about saving the money for a house. Oh no, it's not a. That we definitely need more space. We're definitely getting a house. Definitely no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Like we've. Uh, if it's not going to be a nice house, going to be a really nice townhouse with a garage. Not even that. It, well, I, the biggest thing is you know you maximize space in here, and it's like. Mm. We need like a we need we need outdoor space. We need yeah we need places for things. Yeah, and I would love to have outdoor space. Damn, so. that sounds terrible. I need I need I need space to put my stuff. 
So that will be our goal for this year. And then maybe a little bundle of joy. But first I got to travel. Oh, we got to travel first this year. And then oh, we can have and, and then we can have a baby. I need COVID to go somewhere. I'm just trying to go back to Harry Potter World one more time. <laughs> and then Disney World one more time. And then take uh, and, and also take in the Bush Gardens because he ain't never been to Bush Gardens. I've never been to Bush, but I'll say this. As an adult, I enjoyed Universal Studios more than I did Disney. And that's partly my fault because I should have hmm? shown you the adult side of Disney. What you mean? Like, I should have took you to all the adult things that Disney has to offer. Did we not do them? No. Like we didn't, like we didn't, we didn't, we didn't drink around the world at Epcot. We didn't have time. Oh no! Nah, see, we, we went straight to Mexico. We did uh, Yeah, we didn't go down. Yeah, we to, had a tequila flight. I was. Lit. I felt weird lit walking around at Disney. <laughs> I mean, that's part of being an adult. It, it is, but if it brings out the kid to you, it's like we, I'm this drunk adult walking around. We didn't go like, to Disney. Uh, to down to downtown Disney, aka Disney Springs. Yeah, we didn't go there. So, like I said, I gotta show you the adult version of Disney. Now, the rides at Disney were great for me. Universal rides, I'm gonna have to take a sedative or a pain pill because I guess I get hyped up for that. I, I, well, they weren't too bad. I mean, you had a couple that are, I'll say, are a quote unquote thrillers. I mean, you got some folks that's out there, you know, they'd be, be riding roller coasters. I'm like, man, I don't like that. Just stomach in your throat, in your feet, back to its original position. Next, you know, you feel it by your ears. I don't, I don't like that feeling. No, but again, so lastly, before we head out, because I was supposed to end this like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I got to I gotta finish cooking dinner. I got a bad habit of doing that, my bad. You do. You really you do, Say bad. bye to strike up a whole nother conversation. You, you such, you're such an old school black lady. Um, Damn. But <laughs> Damn. No, but get you somebody who you can joke with, Damn. who compliments you, and who makes you grow. Mm-hmm. And remember, remember guys and guys and gals, purpose you have to pray, but you have to plot. Mm-hmm. Pray and plot, okay? Plot with the purpose and pray for results. Yeah. All righty. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. I hope you're starting to 2021. See, I said it. I said it right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I trust hope, me. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be hard to, to say 2021. 2021 is good and be blessed. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. 21.